wrecked. I, I got drunk. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> How did yeah. that happen? Welcome to episode 89. This episode of the two is we talk about a galaxy that isn't too far, far away. Simpsons did it in Antoine Hunts for Godzilla. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Antoine Duong. How did Hunt go? It was pretty easy. I mean, he was right there in downtown uh, of Shibuya. It's a small island country, so and he's a pretty big uh, kaiju, so I, I don't think it's, it's hard to find, huh? <laughs> it's not that hard to find. They actually have a, 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 a giant uh, Godzilla in the middle of town where it yeah. has, a, a, I think, like every hour it has like a show where it's like, you know, shooting out smoke and stuff. But it's on top of a building, so it's kind of cool. So it's like that dragon in uh, Diagon Alley? Yeah. At, at Universal? It's kinda, yep, it's kind of like that. Yeah, very similar. But uh, yeah, it's pretty creepy. I mean, if you if you don't know that it's there, you look up, you're like, oh my God, Godzilla! You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, every walking around, you go, we get it. We've heard it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so how was the trip, dude? Uh, yeah, the trip went pretty well. I mean, uh, it was only a week and a half, so uh, 10 days. I, I don't think we had enough time to do everything that we wanted to do. I mean, we, we tried to, you know, uh, scrunch up everything that we can. Uh, I mean, we got some of the main stuff out of the way. We we got a chance to go to Hakone, which is like a, uh, one of the cities on the outskirts of Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, it's closer to uh, Mount Fuji. And on clear days, you can actually get to see uh, Mountain Fuji from a distance. So we actually got lucky on the first day. We were able to see it. But on the second day, it was too cloudy to see. But uh, uh, other than that, we, we had uh, hot springs. We stayed at a, a Ryokan, which is like a Japanese-style hotel uh, okay. where you go in. They give you like a, um, uh, their own wardrobe to wear. Uh, so you're basically wearing nothing under. It's just a robe. Okay. Time out. Time out. So you just made me remember something that's on your Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, I do recall opening your Snapchat story, and the first thing I see is the back of your wife's body. Oh yeah, in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is. Oh really, uh, Anton? <laughs> yeah, that that's part of our uh, our uh, real Ryokan uh, experiences. Uh, we got to wear a yukata, uh, and then we walk around the resort. You know, we eat um, dinner, and then we go to the hot springs uh, in that clothes. So, uh, of course, you have to get naked. Yeah. So I, I'm just saying it wasn't something I was expecting to see on your story. <laughs> yeah, you have to get naked to get into the, the the onsen, which is the hot springs. And, dude, it's very nice. It was super cold outside. So imagine, like, walking outside fully naked at, like, 30 degrees. Things would disappear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we got into the hot water. Dude, it was, it was very nice. Uh, it was a private onsen, so it was just me and my wife. It's pretty nice. Uh, I don't think a lot of places have private onsens. Um, this place, we got lucky. They uh, they rent it out. So basically, you can pay like 30 bucks for like um, uh, half an hour or 45 mm-hmm. minutes or something like that. Yeah, so it's pretty nice. Um, so we did that. And then we went back to Tokyo. We did um, Disney Sea, Tokyo mm-hmm. Disney Sea. Um, dude, this is by far the best, one of the best. Disney parks I've ever been to. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna say California Adventure is probably the top one. Uh, uh-huh. Disney Sea is very comparable to this one. 
Um, it's like a Sea World yeah, Disney it's like version. A, it's it's like a Sea. Uh, there's not a lot of sea stuff. Like there's not a lot of like fish stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, they have uh, uh, the uh, name lied. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, take that back. Uh, they do have like you know, um, what is it? Ten thousand leagues under the sea. What is that? Oh, uh, Jules Verne's book. Yeah, yeah, thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah. yeah, so that was a big influence in the park. I think in the in the center of the park. They have a, a ride where it takes you deep under sea and you get to see like deep sea creatures. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool, like a submarine thing. But uh, you know how like we but, have our own submarine thing too? Yeah. Yeah. In California. Yeah. yeah, yeah this know. one is more detailed. It's like ridiculously detailed. <clears throat> uh, it does have that same uh, similar uh, gimmick where, you know, it, it looks like you're going underwater, but you're not. It's just like just a lot of bubbles. Yeah. A lot of bubbles. So they ha- they basically did that to the submarine, but then when once you're down there, you get like a little flashlight, and you could look through like uh, the nooks and crannies up underwater. So it's pretty cool. Oh, really neat. So they let you explore. Yeah, they're very neat. And uh, uh, I think uh, every time you go on it, you can sit in different areas with a different flashlight uh, in a different um, direction. So I think yeah. every time you go on, you can look at something different. So it's a little different cool. experience. Uh, yeah. So is that one real sea creatures that like well not like alive but are the are the stuff that they're showing you representation of real sea creatures or is it like DCA yeah, it, where it's like Disney characters in the water? Uh, it, it's real sea creatures. So imagine like creatures that you can find in uh, Guillermo del Toro movies. Ooh. Like a shape of water creature. Yeah. You know. Okay. More more mythical or more yeah. Okay. Yeah. More Jules yeah. Verne. Like, yeah. Like, so very very cool. Um, but their main ride in that area was called uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Uh-huh. It's a freaking awesome roller coaster. It, it, I don't think if it's it, it's even considered as a roller coaster. It's more like um, uh, the Cars and uh, Test Test Track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but on steroids. It's so cool. Really? Yeah. So you know, like at the very end of uh, Test Track or um, or uh, uh, Radiator Springs Racers. Uh-huh. You know, at the very the end, race. it speeds up. Yeah, yeah, it has that feature at the very end of the ride where, because uh, basically you're going to the center of the earth. And once you're mm-hmm. down there, you get to see like some really interesting uh, creatures also. Yeah. Uh, and then when you get to like a, a really big monster, you have to like, you know, escape. So then that's why it's speeding up so fast. And I think that's uh... a really cool part of the ride. Um, yeah, and you know this park was open like over almost a decade and a half ago, yeah. and you know, and this ride was open during that time. So I think this was probably the most advanced ride during that time. So if you mm-hmm. were to go to like Disney Sea during that time, it would probably be the best park that you have ever been. Blowing your mind, yeah, it blows your mind. So, anyways, uh, they they have a um, uh, under the sea adventure, like the whole entire land. Yeah. It's indoors and it's underwater. Like you feel like you're underwater, and it's the Little Mermaid uh, land. So in there, there's a Triton concert. Uh, they have like little uh, like rides for like little kids. And you know how they have the um, Bugs Life area? Yeah, 
Yeah, but it's all indoors. Like if you didn't okay. go into little this, contained area for the kids. Yeah, if you didn't go into this place, you'll totally miss it. And Julie and I mm. were like, oh, it's probably like the one in California, you know, the Ariel's Grotto. But it's not. Once you go in there, it's like a whole like under the sea world. Oh. It's really cool, really beautiful. Uh, but anyways, uh, the whole entire place is really well detailed. They have mm. a, uh, you know how like each park has something in the center that uh, represents the park. Yeah. Like the castle. The or castle, Epcot yeah. or something like that. This one has a volcano. So when you enter the park, you see like, you know, flames coming out of the volcano. Yeah. And then uh, I think the only time it does that is, you know, uh, uh, when when you first enter the park um, during noontime and I think uh, at nighttime before the park closes. But anyways, that park, uh, everywhere you go, they have, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, our um, Indiana Jones ride? Yeah. Yeah, this one is the same, same track and everything, but it's updated with uh, Crystal Skull stuff. Oh, so it's, more, it's okay, they keep it up. To, yeah, I, I think the Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones ride here, they only really mm-hmm. took away the mechanical parts of the show like yeah. the, the 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 idol at the end at the beginning is no longer yeah. just like a, a stationary idol or yeah where you're looking to the hologram. eye yeah. yeah yeah this one is uh more crystal skull like everywhere you go is like there's like a skull and at the end of the ride there's a skull a crystal skull uh-huh. and then right next to uh the indiana jones ride they have a roller coaster which is kind of cool like an outdoor coaster looks kind of like you're in the aztec temples um and they ripped I off th- not sperry farm <laughs> <laughs> Um, Montezuma's Revenge. <laughs> the the track layout is kind of like it, but it's oh, okay. it's not. not I mean, Montezuma Revenge goes up and down. This no, one Jack, like Jaguar. A actual, a Jaguar. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd say very similar to Jaguar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, food wise, I mean, they got re- some really interesting stuff. Uh, I can't really go through, through too many of them. Um, but they had like uh, you know, our bun mi that we usually eat. Yeah. Uh, instead of having all those stuff in the middle, it's just a a sausage in the middle uh-huh. and people were going crazy for that and i thought i was like oh okay just that's tastes a, like bun that's meat. a horizontal <laughs> hot dog yeah <laughs> exactly that's what it was uh but they have like chocolate churros which is pretty crazy um very Ooh. different i mean kind of cool that they have churros in in japan um yeah chocolate churros they have um rainbow churros to them it's very um, exotic oh yeah very exotic <laughs> and then Ooh, every churro every... from from the americas <laughs> And uh, we got lucky. We went during the time when they had like kind of like uh, how we have the Pixar Festival in California. Yeah. Yeah. They have that here, too. So a lot of the snacks were revolved around uh, some of the Pixar characters. Um, Oh, yeah. So a lot of the the different lands that you go to, there's different popcorn. So there's curry popcorn. There's uh, butter popcorn, of course, uh, salted caramel. They have uh, Chinese chili popcorn, Ooh. which is kind of crazy. Like, uh, I think it's a, a very popular thing in Japan to eat popcorn because everywhere you go, there's something different. There's not the same popcorn in every single land that you go to. Okay. So did you try the, the, the Chinese popcorn or the, chi- the Chinese chili popcorn? Yeah. It tastes like five spice. It tastes like what? Five spice. Oh, okay. okay. I, have you ever yeah, had somewhere... like uh, uh, popcorn chicken from yeah. uh, any of those boba places? Yeah. Yeah. It's that, that flavor. But okay. the curry that's, one's really good. See, that's the, the curry one's what interested me because curry is a very savory flavor. So it's mm-hmm. like very two savory types of foods mixed yeah. together. Dude, when you walk past by the curry popcorn booth, 
it yeah. is pungent. You can totally smell it, like, uh, from probably, like, uh, 20 feet away. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you pass by, you're like, oh, curry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yep. my reaction regardless when I smell curry. Yeah. But anyways, I never want to uh, make it in my home, but I still want to <laughs> eat it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, that I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I had a, a, a awesome time at Disney Sea. Uh, I would totally do it again. Um, probably second favorite park besides uh, California Adventure being the top one. Mm. Yeah. All right. So I got to check out a couple of other things uh, I just want to highlight throughout the trip uh, that I did. One thing is uh, Joy Paulus, uh, which is one of the um, last things, almost the last thing, I think. Yeah. One of the last things I did in uh, Tokyo before I left. It is a Sega indoor theme park. So imagine <gasps> like Disney Quest. Yeah. Yeah. If Disney <clears throat> Quest did what they did here, it would probably be the most successful indoor theme park ever. So is it is it all retro like Sega games? No, it's all new stuff, which is Ooh. I think the big selling factor about this theme park. I mean, this this Joy Paula theme park has been open for over almost 3 decades now. I think it opened in the 90s and it's still open now. So that tells you like how they got the formula right compared to what Disney Quest did. So um, a lot of the stuff in here, there wasn't a whole lot of like retro games. It's mostly all of the most recent Sega uh, titles. Mm-hmm. And they got some of the rides in there. I think they update all the time. So it's always fresh and new. Uh, some of the things that really stood out was um, they have a roller coaster inside this indoor theme park. And it's called Gekion Live Coaster. It was one of the first things I went on because uh, I didn't want to um, go during a really long line time, right. um, long long queue. So that was the first thing I went on. It is so awesome. It's not just a roller coaster. It is a indoor coaster with a DDR type game. So while you're riding the ride, there's buttons on on your um, on your lap. That you're mm-hmm. playing kind of like a DDR style game. So throughout the ride, you have to press the buttons at the right time. Oh, sequence. And then, yeah, <clears throat> sequence. So, you know, you know, when it goes down and you press it at the right time, you get the perfect or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's throughout the whole entire ride. But, you know, this ride is not just a regular small coaster. This one flips you around, turns you, twirls you. It does all of that. But also it's a game. Yeah. So it's really uh, neat. So, so I just out of curiosity because I haven't really heard the name Sega. I, I know it's still a company. I know it's around. So the focus on games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I just pulled some some of these games I never heard of before. So of course Sonic, uh-huh. Judgment from twenty eighteen, yeah. Valkyria Chronicles four, yeah, and Total War Warhammer. Yeah, they do a lot of games uh, that are marketed towards uh, certain audiences. Yakuza six. <laughs> yeah, dude, I am a right. big fan of Yakuza games, and uh, I'm just surprised that uh, it's not that popular here. Yeah, no, I think we mm-hmm. talked about it one episode when they were coming out with another one. Mm-hmm. Or no, but uh, when the PS uh, was it PS something was coming yeah, out that you you, yeah. you talked about it. Yeah. All right, sorry, Anthony. sorry, derail. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so a couple other things about uh, Joe Paulus is, um, I mean, they have the Sega UFO catcher machines. You know the the claw machines. Oh where yeah, you catch yeah, all yeah. the big stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> forty-five bucks later, I finally caught something. <laughs> um, it was okay. one of those uh, big teddy bears for um, from like San Rio. So is it is it one of those clocking? Because I see ads for it on Instagram all the mm-hmm. time. 
uh, where people do apps, and you can allegedly yeah, it, it's control, basically those uh, those catcher machines. Yeah, control yeah. the control the catcher machines in another country, and they'll mail you yeah. whatever you win. Yeah, and it's so freaking like rigged, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I they mean, all if are. you yeah, they all are, but I mean, depending on the machine and depending on the the uh, the thing that you're getting. Um, I think there are certain things that you can get around because of the shape of the the things that you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I think it's just um, rigged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. No, there, there was some research done on it. I guess like the claws don't have as much tension yeah. up to, uh, until you play it a certain amount of times. Then afterward, then they'll start grabbing stuff uh-huh. with some yep. grip. Yeah. yeah. There's like a probability that, that you can... Uh, add to the formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still cost- expensive. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, George Paws is a three-story uh, building. Uh, they have uh, rides. They have some games, not all games. Uh, I-, I noticed that they focus more on attractions. Mm-hmm. So, like, you would have to get in line for each thing. Um, the only games I did see them have was, you know, racing. Um, Oh, something that really stood out to me was, uh, you know how, like, when you go to Dave & Buster's, they have, like, a whole row of, like, NASCAR or something like that? Yeah, the racing games. Yeah. Instead of having, like, a, a, an actual racing game with a wheel, they have a racing game where it's a treadmill. Hmm. Yeah. So, it's, like, so a whole line game? of... Tre- yeah, it's a track game. It's a whole line of um, uh, treadmills, and it's a Sonic racing game. So you would have to, uh, they, they, they give you uh, your own shoe size and everything. Uh, you can rent out the shoes there. And then uh, you race against other people. Ooh. I thought that was a pretty neat thing. Because, like, I mean, you always thought about that. You know, what happens if they made a game with a treadmill? And, then you know, you're trying really hard to, like, run really fast and try to beat other people. Yeah, so well, that, 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 really, that really crosses over, you know, gaming into the athletic world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's really cool. Uh, one other thing that they did have, too, is a VR experience, uh, kind of similar to what we did. But this is a, a big open room where you just walk around and you can shoot zombies. Ooh. But uh, it, it's not like a maze or anything that we did with uh, uh, the Void. Yeah, this is just an open room where you just put on your gear and then you start walking around the room. So uh, Call of Duty uh, zombies. Zombie yeah, book. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, uh, yeah, that's Joy Paulus, and uh, I really wish that they they had this in the U.S. And I think the only reason why they're so su- uh, so successful is because they have new stuff all the time. They don't have like retro stuff yeah, like how Disney Quest. Yeah, so I think that's the reason why these guys um, um, are still around. So uh, another thing I got to check out that I really want to talk about is uh, Team Lab. Um, I don't know if you ever heard about this company. Mm-hmm. They um, do some really interesting things with um, lights and projections. So uh, I went to Team Lab Borderless. This is a digital art exhibition that is probably one of the most, most uh, beautiful things I've ever seen. So you go into this place, it's like pitch black, and without a map or sense of direction, you're isolated in a maze that feels like it's endless. There are secret rooms everywhere that you go to, uh, and if you don't take your time to explore, you're going to miss all the good stuff. Um, Yeah, so because there's so many of them, uh, I'm just going to go with my top five. So when you first enter into this exhibition, uh, you go into like a big room where it's just filled with flowers, like digital flowers. Everywhere you go, it's like uh, projections throughout the whole entire room. 
but it's not just a room. You're going through hallways, you're going through each different room. And the interesting thing is art pieces that mm-hmm. are, are floating around in that room goes to different rooms too. So every time you go into a room, it's always different because something always flies over or something grows over there and it crosses with each other. So um, that first area that you go into is called the Flower Forest. So that was really, really pretty. Um, they don't really know what to say because when you go in, you're kind of like, you know, flabbergasted. Like, whoa, this is beautiful. Um, another one is a Forest of Resonating Lamps. I think that's one that you probably saw on uh, on Snapchat that I did. Uh, you basically go into a room where it's like just lamps. And depending mm-hmm. on when you go in, it could be just all white, all blue, all red, or a bunch of different colors. And we got lucky because right when we get in um, to that exhibition, because they limit you through a certain amount of time because there's so many people going to it. So as soon as we got in, it was white, but then it changed to uh, like rainbow colors. Weird. So we, yeah, so we we got a chance to see all the rainbow colors because the previous group, all they were able to see is just white. So we got lucky and we got all the different colors. So when you go in there, it just feels like a bunch of lamps, like constant. And because of the mirrors, it feels like it's endless. So, so it's a, it's like when you get that that mirror effect where you look yeah uh, one mirror and there's a mirror behind you yeah and it kind of sees like a, a t- endless tunnel yeah so yeah. imagine like uh, uh you, you've probably seen a lot of animes where they have like festivals where they have those lanterns lit up yeah imagine that but it's like endless wherever you look it's like it keeps going Ooh. so it's really I, I really pretty what's the opposite of claustrophobia <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't know but that, that, that's basically what it was and then uh, the third thing is uh, crystal world which it's a bunch of uh, LED strips going straight from the top of the ceiling to the bottom mm-hmm. and uh, imagine thousands of these throughout the whole entire place and they'd light up to different colors and if you have a phone with you you can download the app and then uh, you can choose like thunder. You can choose different colors, and then you just swipe, and then it just affects the whole entire area. It's kind of like a ripple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh. so it's really pretty. Like it feels like you're in like um, uh, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Like <laughs> imagine like you're you're in like some type of dream, and there's all you see is just lights. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Um, and then there was something that we almost missed, but we actually went back for it. Um, it's kind of hidden on the side where they had this tea house. So when you go in there, you can choose which type of tea you want to drink. Mm-hmm. And they actually uh, charge you for this experience. It was like five bucks per person, which isn't too bad. And you get a cup of tea yeah. too. So basically you go inside. Uh, there's this long table. You sit down and they serve you your, your, your tea. And when they put the tea onto the table, uh, flower starts to burst and bloom in your tea cup. Wait, oh, is it one of those like flower buds, the um, uh, the tea the tea the floral ones? Uh, it, it's just a regular teacup with a uh, tea inside with a uh, uh, tea foam on top, and uh-huh. because of that foam, there's a projection on top. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so as soon as they put the tea cup onto the table, uh, you see the <clears throat> you see like a, a a blooming like flower okay. starting to bloom in in your cup. And as soon as you take that cup away, or, or as soon as you drink it, the flower starts to like burst. Oh, you killed so the you, flower, Anton. Yeah, I killed the flower. 
But it's kind of cool. Like, I mean, it starts flying, but it flies all over the table and even flies onto your shirt or whatever. So it's pretty neat. And we kept doing that for uh, a while. And uh, Julie, she drank all of her foam at the very top. <laughs> so she stopped getting all the flowers. Uh, uh, yeah. So and then I gave her mine. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the anyways, foam is it, the best part. <laughs> yeah. The foam is the best part. Just don't drink it. <laughs> yeah. Right away. Yeah. So that was pretty neat. Uh, I know that they do like a, a food dinner type of service thing, but then you have to re- um, do reservations in, in advance. But yeah. uh, they basically integrate food with uh, art, digital art like this. Okay. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, fourth one, actually, the fifth one would be the light shell and vortex. So, imagine a bunch of these like stage lights that you see at you know uh, concerts. Um, imagine four walls with these lights. Okay. And they're doing like crazy stuff, and then the ground is basically all mirrors. So, ima- hard to imagine. Okay. So the ground is mirrors. All four okay. walls is all of those um, projection lights. Okay. And if all of those lights are on, it feels like you're in Tron. Like, oh, you know those grids? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So imagine, like, if it's blue, it'll look like you're in Tron, which is crazy. Uh-huh. And then the light starts going around and doing some really crazy stuff. And then as soon as they add some of the smoke, it changes the whole entire atmosphere. So instead of seeing, like, like Tron stuff now, you're seeing, mm-hmm. like, uh, lights um fading in with each other because of the smoke it kind of blurs all of the the lights so it gives this like crazy effect where uh uh it's no longer like those lasers that can come and just slice you in half now it's just like uh really nice and moody like the blur color yeah Yeah, diffuse colors really beautiful and yeah so this whole experience going to uh team lab borderless it's like a, a an experience that you can't really see anywhere else, and I can't believe like you know they they have something like this. This is like a a life changing thing. Like I, I guess for like people who are super high or, or something, and they go to this. They're <laughs> probably gonna say, love this. Th- did they give you drugs at the beginning of this experience, or even the flower experience? The flower no, the I, I don't think you even need any drugs for this because like it, it's freaking amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wish you know they had something like this here that we can experience because. It's totally different. And uh, there was this one last one that I, w- I would like to mention. Uh, it's called the nest. And you basically go into this like nest um, netting where oh, okay. uh, it's like a you're, you're floating in, okay. in, in the middle of this room. And it's it's a dome room. So there's you're basically um, isolated in the middle floating. So you could see the bottom. So, so it's like an isolation pod, but without the water. And instead of the water, you're floating on a net. Yeah, you're floating on a net. And then it's just projections throughout the whole entire dome. <laughs> so beautiful. Like it feels like you can just lay there all day, but they limit you to like 10 minutes. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. So anyways, uh, that's Team Lab Borderless. Um, the reason why we went to this is because uh, um, Julie, my wife, she saw that they have this thing where you um, walk in like a pond of water. And uh, um, you can touch the water, and there's a bunch of koi's like floating around. Yeah. But then we went to this team la- uh, team lab borderless, and we didn't see that. Like we walked around, and we're like, "This is weird." We saw that, and that's what we came here for. Mm-hmm. So then we went online. We're like, "Oh, it's probably an old exhibition that they had, so they probably don't have it anymore." And then, um, and then we found out that they have another one. 
<laughs> oh. Yeah, so it wasn't uh, Team Lab Borelitz, but they have this other thing called uh, Team Lab Planets. Shame on your wife. She should know better to do research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, we went to that also, too. It's about five minutes away from uh, the Borderless location. Um, this is also a, a digital art exhibition, but it's uh, similar in a way. But this one is different because um, it's the one that uh, doesn't give you the freedom of walking around and exploring. So each room has its own path. So basically, you go from one room to another, and you can't really choose where you want to go. So You're this stuck. one, yes, yeah, this one, it's all guided, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> there's one significant detail is that you have to fold up your pants, like uh, your your legs. You mm-hmm. have to fold up the, the, the leg pants, and then you have to go barefoot throughout the whole entire uh, exhibition. Um, so you would go through like this fountain area where it's like a whole hallway. Yeah. And at the end of it, there's a fountain and it, you just walk through it. It's kind of like washing your feet, but they do it in a very nice artistic way. So you basically okay. walk up there and then your, your feet's being washed. And then at the very end of it, you wipe your feet off and then you go to this room where it's like a, um, a pitch black room with like a bunch of like bean bag flooring. Okay. So the whole the whole floor is a beanbag. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's distorted, and you're trying to walk through to the exit. Um, I think it's a way of like basically washing your, or um, wiping your feet because it was wet okay. from the previous room. Yeah. So you basically go through that, and then you go to like the <clears throat> kind of like similar to the crystal world, the the previous uh, thing that I went through, which is the the one with the LED strips throughout the mm-hmm. entire room. They had this here too, but in this one, it feels more clean because no one's stepping on the the, the mirrors on the ground. This one, um, you're walking barefoot and it's super clean, so you get to see all of the lights without any distortion on the mirrors on the ground, so it's not dirty. Um, <clears throat> but after that, we get to go to that pond room, which is really interesting. If It's a room with uh, probably about three feet deep of water. Mm-hmm. It goes up to your knees. And it's so pretty, dude. Like, you see koi's um, floating around in the water. And as soon as you touch them, they turn into flowers. Ooh. Yeah, so it's really, so, really pretty. Yeah, it's a little surreal. It's, it feels like you'd be in an anime, anime yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. It feels like that. Yeah, mm. really pretty. So anyways, um, Team Lab Planets. There's a couple more things. You can probably go to their website and see. But uh, I think they might have some other stuff that they're going to do in the future. And they might have some exhibitions in L.A. and New York. So um, if there's anything in the future, I'll let you know about it. You can probably check out some of their real, really cool stuff. Cool. Sounds good. <clears throat> All yep. right. Anton. So, yeah. Sorry I went through a lot of stuff, but I mean, there was it's a, a long lot, weekend. lot of stuff to see. Yeah. Or a long week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. But Anton, you didn't answer my one question I was waiting for you to answer, for you to talk about. Okay. Did you catch any Farfetch in Pokemon Go? Uh, I can do that anytime, actually. So Cheater. There, Anyways. Yeah, yeah, I didn't <laughs> see any Farfetch, though. I saw a lot of uh, regular Pokemon, what we have here. I think it's probably a rotation where um, Farfetch uh, is only out during certain seasons, like the spring season. Because right uh, now, okay. it's really cold over there. So all you see is just certain ice Pokemon. Uh, okay, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so while you were doing that, I did a trip to San Francisco, as you can tell oh. by my shirt for the video listeners. Yeah, I know. Look, I got sushi. Oh, you're repping your country too? Yeah. <laughs> or your yeah. trip too? 
Um, yeah, for mine, it was a very simple trip. We just went for the weekend. Uh, did Pier 39, one of the mm-hmm. many piers they have there. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys drive up there? Or? Yeah, we drove. It was, a, mm-hmm. it was a long, it felt like a long drive because mm-hmm. we left at 5 in the morning p.m PM. Mm -hmm. oh okay yeah so yeah so we had to go around la Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah no it's just because it sucks driving at night because it just feels endless Mm -hmm. the thing for really see whatever um yeah it was very very laid-back vacation um mainly just did the aquarium pier 39 uh fisherman's wharf Mm -hmm. some good clam chatter there those seagulls are damn aggressive though oh yeah very yeah um and uh i got wrecked i got drunk (laughs) oh really (laughs) How did yeah. that happen? Uh, well, cause my, my girlfriend, she just got, a uh, something happened at her job, whatever. So we were trying to celebrate for her mm-hmm. and she made me promise that I would get drunk cause she's been curious about how I am drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, no, I don't like to get drunk. I'm, I, I'm very much most people that like just gets buzzed and just like hovers there. Yeah. Cause I mean, what's the last time you saw me like drunk, drunk? It's been a while. Yeah. Right. Like I, like, yeah. I learned my lesson a long time ago. Yeah um so yeah so she made me promise so she just kept pouring me shots of jameson oh and like no. not, even, not even like small <laughs> shots like freaking like like if you got like those foam foam cups like this uh-huh. it was at least half filled oh so my I, was like, I had a sip and that's I'm like, like oh my God. that's like two and a half shots exactly yeah no it's yeah. like yeah two two and a half to three shots worth of, of jameson and i did like three of those so yeah i got wrecked oh my god <laughs> uh, you didn't throw up or anything right it's just no uh, no but the... i i think if i like took drank one more beer uh-huh. i would have thrown up oh okay <laughs> Um, no, yeah, but I mean, apparently she's still with me, so I didn't, I I might not be too bad of a drunk. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's a good thing. Um, yeah, dude, like, I've had a pretty much chill, it was a nice having a a week off for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I did, uh, Pokemon hunting, a lot of Pokemon Mm -hmm. hunting. Uh, I started utilizing Discord, Mm -hmm. the chats in Discord over for the raids. Dude, so much freaking fun! What raid? It's, oh, the the the, uh, the Pokemon raids. Yeah, because because uh. uh, the, like they have like Orange County Discord <coughs> chats for Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. and you can subscribe to individual cities. Mm-hmm. So I have for like Westminster, Huntington Beach, Anaheim, stuff like that, where I wherever I am. And people just post like, "Hey, this egg's about to hatch in ten minutes. Who wants to hit it up?" And you'll see people like, "Go, oh, go! I'm right here. I'm right in the corner." Blah blah. blah. So it's funny showing up, and the people that are on the chat, they just like you know they say, "Oh, hey, it's me," whatever you know. So the people that aren't on the chat, it's funny seeing them kind of freak out, going, "Where are these people coming from?" Uh, at, oh, and one it's of, probably they hacked. <laughs> it, it's it's almost like a uh, no, like people actually show up, like the. Uh, no, I'm talking about some people that don't show up. Oh, they're probably yeah, yeah, hacking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but it's just funny, like seeing them kind of like freak out, like because all of a sudden, uh, um, say Buckingham Park, all these cars just filled like half the parking lot for like 15 minutes, and then they all left at the same time. <laughs> Uh-huh. uh yeah but it's, it's it's been fun dude um i've been having fun with that and uh i've been speaking to i've been hunting for for gym memberships so since i, since I moved offices there's mm-hmm. the 24 hour fitness i i go to uh-huh the membership i have i can't go to either one of those because it's like the oh, two top tier ones is it the ultra one it's the ultra one across the freeway and then there's uh-huh. a super sport on my side of the freeway both so of which how, are like the two how much high is levels. uh how much would it cost you to upgrade to that uh i believe it is like because I don't think it should month? cost you that much more. No. Well, because, okay, so I did the Costco thing. Mm-hmm. So that averages out to about $24 a month, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think, six. It was, no, not 600, 300, 350 when I bought it mm-hmm. for two years. 
And for the higher tier one, it's 750 at Costco. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. I think you should just upgrade it just to finish off uh, how however much you have left. I I have until next month, so I'm probably just gonna mm-hmm. wait it out and then just uh, get the get the next one uh, mm-hmm. at Costco. Maybe you should try try that gym out just to see if you like the amenities that they have there. I don't know well, if you would use them, but well, no. The thing is, I I think I'm gonna do it regardless because I've looked at other gyms mm-hmm. like cho- like. Cho- Choice or choose fitness, whatever the thing is, Planet Fitness, mm-hmm. uh, Gold's Gym, even mm-hmm. Equinox. Uh, yeah, they're all like the, the, the for what you get, it's not worth the money. Um, mm-hmm. I think the only one I would consider is LA Fitness. Oh, okay. Um, no, dude, have you seen? Okay, I don't know. Do they have Equinox at at uh in, in Orlando? No. Nope. So let me let me see if I can find it. At so Equinox is one of those like modern gyms, and mm-hmm. I see the the ads on the freeway, but you really don't know what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, Equinox. Um, it doesn't really tell you like, what what it, like what's going like what's going on. Like it just like say it's a bunch of shirtless guys that look like they're from. Lo- okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me let me send you the link. All right. Um, so like I I had to look it up to see what it was, and it's here right now. Um, and it's, it's very like modern. It's like very like, we're too good to, to just be a gym, uh, price. Uh, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Price uh-huh. of it. Almost $200 a month. Wow. What are they doing at this gym? <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the amenities. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to for saying this, but I think it's for like stay at home moms and dads that just say they want to go to, they said just so they can say they went to the gym in the morning, but it's mm-hmm. like massage, spa, like uh, all this, like uh, almost almost uh, like resort stuff rather than gym stuff. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, this is the one where like they when you go in, they have like all these like really nice um, like snack bar. Like it's like all yeah. like high end stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I've heard about this. Okay, this is very this Irvine. Is crazy. <laughs> yeah, very very Irvine. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, because this one's in the same complex as my office. So I was like, oh, well, it's here. I'm like, I'm going to see how much how much it is because it's literally. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my cousin was talking about this, too, when he was gym hunting and he was parking in the same uh, uh, building that you're oh, working that's in right. now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was talking about this before. <laughs> and he's like, it's very intimidating. And uh, they do um, trial, like I think uh, uh, one one uh, one session trial. Where yeah. you get to try out the gym, and he says, uh, "Yeah, it's so different." And uh, I think you should at least try it once, just so then you see what <laughs> this is all about and tell us all about it. I I might. Yeah, yeah. Are like their trial trial time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's what, that's what I've been dealing with. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, writing into our first segment. Um. <laughs> oh time. yeah, yeah. Before you do that, I'm just gonna go real quick about uh, uh my sushi experience. Oh, go 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 go. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> okay, food. Food in Japan is actually really cheap. I mean, just depending on what you're eating. I mean, if you're going to like, uh, if you want high end sushi, you don't really have to. Uh, you can get like pretty good sushi for like a dollar a piece, almost a dollar a piece, probably like a dollar fifty. So it's, a, it's like a hamburger here. You have, yeah, like, it's like a hamburger here. You can go to a whole one place to get a good burger, or you can go to like a fancy restaurant to get a nice big burger. Yeah, exactly. You can you can you can even go to like Seven Eleven to get like pretty good sushi. 
um, for like probably seven, eight bucks, and you get the whole tray in Japan, right? In, in Japan, okay. Dude, I was freaking... like, here, I don't think I'll trust the sushi. In <clears throat> yeah, Seven Eleven has really good food. I've, I, I think I've eaten so many things there. Um, yeah, every I always stop by Seven Eleven, just grab a couple of like noodle, uh, cup noodles, bowls. Um, they have katsu sandwiches. Seven Eleven, it's it's a very under underappreciated travel shopping experience. Yeah, because it, it's so convenient. Yeah. I always go to like, I, no matter where I go, I always go to Seven Eleven and get like water, get like you know snacks, whatever, just like to have around the, wherever I'm staying. Yeah, and have these uh, uh, pizza mon is what they call it there, but uh, it's those steamed buns, like you know the 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 pork buns that we have in in Southern California that you see the the white bun, what's like stuff inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they have that at Seven Eleven, but they have pizza in the middle, which is crazy. What? It is so good. They call it Pizza Mon, oh. and it's so good. Oh, it's it's a pizza ball. That's what I made uh, with my girlfriend in, in on uh, Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, pizza, we made pizza yeah. balls. <laughs> yeah, but this one's like a, a, a bun version of it. It's so good. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so sushi in Japan is not so expensive. I mean, you can go to like a really good sushi place for less than forty bucks, and it's like omakase style. So uh, there's this really famous experience that you can go to. It's called Sushi Dai, and this is uh, this used to be at Tsukiji Market, which is a fish market that is very famous for selling like those uh, infamous ridiculous uh pricey tuna fishes you know like the, they have those auctions they they would auction like for like probably a million dollar like tuna uh-huh. you've seen those yeah, right yeah yeah yeah. It, it's 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 a big it's, it's like the beef industry in texas it's yeah. very it's very competitive they know what they yeah. want yeah yeah so Sukiji market has been open for more than 75 years and the whole market was falling apart so that's why they opened up a new one which is uh uh across the bridge from it and this new place is called Toyosu Market. And that's where I went. And Sushi Dai used to be at Tsukiji, so they moved to this new location also. So inside this Toyosu Market, they have like a, a floor of restaurants. So uh, I heard that the previous location, you, you would always have to wake up early in the morning, like 3 a.m., and try to make your way to the market. And as soon as you get to the market, you have to line up and... Uh, uh, depending on what time you go, the wait could be up to like two hours. Mm-hmm. So I heard about that. So then I went super early, woke up at 3 a.m., <laughs> uh, got to the market, and there's oh, no I, way to I, get I, to I the like market. I heard the wait could be up to two hours. So I said, I want it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, we woke up at 3 a.m., and train stations don't work in the morning. Yeah, They don't open until 5. So we had to take a taxi there at 3 a.m., so as soon as we got there, um, we were lucky enough. We were one of the first peoples in line, which is good. Well, well I think it, it's because the train wasn't running. So people just thought, I can't yeah. travel yet. Yeah. 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 A lot of people were like that, too. So, um, yeah, th- I, th- I really thought about it. And that's why I took the taxi. Yeah. So as soon as I got there, waited in line for about two hours. Um, we were the first group to get in. And yeah, uh, we got in at 5.45 because I guess uh, the market doesn't really open till 5.30. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we sat down. Our chef was a woman and she's actually really good. Um, not saying that she's not great. I don't say, well, just yeah. nobody assumes no, she different. wasn't good. <laughs> it, it's, it's different because uh, a lot of uh, uh, sushi chefs, they don't allow women to be uh, sushi chefs. 
so surprisingly, okay. this place, like, you know, they, they kind of went the extra mile and said, hey, that stuff doesn't really matter. It's the 21st century. Japan is a weird country in a sense that they're very advanced technologically mm-hmm. and infrastructure. Yeah. But they're still so traditional in the weirdest ways, too. Yeah. And surprisingly, I can see Japan breaking that barrier and trying to embrace the, you know, what we're getting into which is you know open sex marriage you know yeah. stuff like that it's, it's a lot of so, trend right now <laughs> yeah so yeah so dude uh omakase only 40 bucks you get uh, nine pieces and for your last piece you get to pick anything you want which is kind of bizarre because you're like california roll please <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they don't do rolls there I know, I they know, do tamaki rolls which is like uh, uh just a piece of fish in the middle and they do like a little small roll for it but uh, yeah, I had some really amazing pieces. I mean, I've been to a lot of uh, places here in the U.S. where it's $175 per person. And this is comparable to that, which is crazy. Um, the sushi pieces are f- so fresh. And I think it's because the market's there. Yeah. So basically in the morning, uh, they buy all these fishes to bring it up. And it's all fresh. And it's all like picked out to the nooks and crannies where it's so very, very delicious. And, and I can't no believe del- it's only 40 bucks. And no delivery cost. <laughs> yeah, no delivery cost. They just go downstairs, grab it, and go yeah. back up. Yeah. Um, for my last piece, uh, I mean, this is something different that nobody's ever tried before. It's a uh, sperm cod sack. I, I, I hate to say this, but salty? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually, it tastes kind of similar to uni. Okay. Uh, which is sea urchin. Yeah, so very. Uh, it's, it's 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 very creamy. It's yeah. it's it's uh, very um, oceany. It's good. It's not like uh, gross or anything. I mean, uh, that's the thing I had in the back of my mind that's gonna taste gross. But dude, it's delicious. It was the last piece that I got because it wasn't part of the omakase menu, so I asked for it as the last piece. But that wasn't actually the last piece. The last piece I added an extra one. Uh, which was um, fatty tuna, but it's like chopped up. Yeah, dude, yeah, fatty tuna see, there is so good. See, and that's the thing. Like, I, I would say the first uh, sushi that really got me, like, open my eyes to like, oh my god, sushi can have so many flavors and textures. Yeah, was fatty tuna because mm-hmm. you get such a buttery taste to it. Yeah, like, it, dude, it does so not good. taste like fish. It's mm-hmm. it's a weird experience. So I think that's gonna mm-hmm. help me. That being it's like said, eating mayo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mayo that, and cheeseburger exactly that being yeah. said i don't as much as i love sushi i don't know if i would have the balls to do omakase because mm-hmm. you because you you're, you're you are completely invested in that because mm-hmm. it's whatever the chef prepares but also you don't want to insult the chef yeah but usually when you have that experience you can never eat sushi the same way again yeah i can tell you that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right Anton. news time yeah news time and almost an hour in <laughs> yeah sorry so much stuff to talk about no i know i know it's a lot all right news uh captain marvel premiered uh we'll talk about more uh later on the segment about the reviews but Mm -hmm. at the premiere in hollywood there was a special display the the u.s air force thunderbirds flew Mm -hmm. over hollywood and put on an air show and i'll try to find the video but dude they got is it all women huh is it all of the women or is uh, because i know that there's a women air force that did some stuff no no this is the thunderbirds but the thunderbirds did it as part as because 
they worked closely with the production company for mm-hmm. to, you know for the the airplanes and all that but also yeah. to honor uh one of the pilots that died in a test flight uh oh. last year or not a test flight mm-hmm. pra- uh training there you go mm-hmm. um so they kind of did, they did like a, fl- a missing man formation stuff like that uh but no dude like this is I'll put it this way. Uh, I think it was KTLA or CBS. I can't remember one of the two. Mm-hmm. They had one of the helicopters flying over the jets. That's how that's how low the jets were, dude. Wow. You can see the jets that's flying. Crazy. You can see the jets flying under them, over the buildings. It, it, uh-huh. it almost seems like something out of Battle Los Angeles. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Um, mm-hmm. So I, that, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's some great pictures came out of that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about more about the movie later on. Okay. Uh, next thing up, The Simpsons. Um, I don't yeah. remember if you remember. This, but I think this is season three. Really on mm-hmm. The Simpsons, where Homer gets sent to a, the crazy, crazy house. He is institutionalized. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he finds a tall, fat, white guy that claims he's Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. That episode has been pulled out of syndication because of the premiere of uh, Finding Neverland. Yeah. So I, I okay. Finding Neverland is a documentary about uh, allegations of michael jackson um doing some very inappropriate stuff to allegedly children uh but yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm actually gonna be watching that with my girlfriend tonight we, we, we've mm-hmm. been like we said like a, a, a date night just to watch the neverland two-part series yeah and it, it's it's kind of crazy because i mean we don't know what's true and what isn't because mm-hmm. A lot of the people or a lot of the kids who were the the victims of this yeah. have said in the past that nothing happened. But yeah. now they're coming out and they're saying, yeah, things did happen. So what do you believe? Do you believe them as an adult now or do you believe when they were, you know, kids? I, okay, I haven't seen the documentary yet. So my mm-hmm. opinion might change. But so yeah. far, I feel if something did happen, more kids would be coming out about it. Uh, it would. Yeah, and I think that's that's the reason why this this um, documentary is so controversial. Is because there are a lot of kids, well, yeah, a couple of kids in the documentary that are that, talking about it now. That being said, <clears throat> he did have a weird way of talking about kids, and it's some could argue it's him being almost like a, a, a him seeing himself as a parent to all kids. Mm-hmm. Some could say it's very creepy that he has that much love for kids. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it can be taken either way. Uh, personally, I feel you know that at the very least, if Michael Jackson did do something with kids, he's not hurting them anymore. Like you know, he's he's gone. Mm-hmm. The one that is freaking me out is the whole R. Kelly stuff that's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, it, so I don't know. I think he's uh, he's guilty regardless of. Oh what he's hell yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he he's such a bad actor. Uh, I don't know if you saw the interview with uh, oh, Gail Gail King. Yeah, he was crying and stuff. Yeah, he was crying. Um, the morning show I listened to even pointed out that at one point when he's talking about uh, his allegations about like you, you think I would tie up a girl, keep her contained in my basement, blah blah blah, do stuff. To, uh, the radio show says that at one point they could swear that he's getting the boner talking about it. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh yeah i still haven't seen it though but i i'm i am curious mm-hmm. to see but yeah that that whole r kelly thing has been going crazy and you know investigators are taking it seriously because he's been arrested twice in one month mm-hmm. um, one time he he bailed himself out and the second mm-hmm. time they arrested him they arrested him for uh missing child support payments i think one hundred and fifty thousand. wow so like they they took him back into custody and i think he's still there right now mm-hmm. yeah all right on, on to happier news <laughs> 
uh, the galaxy that we thought was so far, far away is around the corner. Yeah, it's right around the corner. But uh, what did you hear about it? Uh, so Fox 11 News here in L.A., they actually flew over Disneyland mm-hmm. to take a peek at what's, what they're building. Uh, as very much we imagine that it, it mm-hmm. matches the the aesthetic that they showed in the the concept art at D23 mm-hmm. two years ago mm-hmm. um, and that the, they've announced an opening date yeah which is not the date I, I imagine <laughs> yeah they have the aerial shots of uh, the actual Millennium Falcon um, yeah so you can see that on YouTube now so yeah f- just from looking at that yeah it looks exactly like what they drew up in the concept art and uh, I, yeah, I think they're really delivering it because, I mean, if you were to look at uh, Radiator Springs, for example, dude, that place looks like you're in the desert. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, for Disney to um, do something like that for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, you know, they're going to deliver. For it's sure. it's Radiator Springs is funny, though, because on the Disney side, it looks very like uh, dense. It looks like, you know, like real like mm-hmm. a real like mountain rock, something stone. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it from the Catella, uh, Catella Avenue, like the street side, and you see from the back, it's, it's very hollow. It up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hollow. It's a, it's, uh-huh. it's a, yeah, piece of two by four holding up the back screen. It's weird. It, it, Disney does a great job with the art. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we didn't say the date. the The opening date for Galaxy's Edge is May thirty first. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I feel they missed it by not doing it on May fourth. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, um, yeah, dude. I can now imagine how crazy it's going to be. We've talked about before with uh, yeah. Project Stardust. Yeah, Project Stardust. Yeah, them trying to accommodate the crowds of people. I can see Disney easily being filled to capacity at the majority of the days during the summer. Yeah, they also announced a. Uh, date for the disney world uh location too uh that one is going to be on august 28th so i think they're pushing it uh, basically two months ahead because uh, i think it was supposed to be in october when it's going to open in in florida i wonder why i wonder if it's weather no uh the reason why they're opening it so early is because the land itself the aesthetics is already done okay the only thing that they're trying to finalize on are the rides so basically, they'll open up the area, but some of the stuff uh, won't be able to, to uh, people won't be able to experience it yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so some of the rides will be not it's like a open soft opening. until, yeah, it's a soft opening. You can walk through the land, you can have uh, blue milk, you can do all of the other stuff. It's just some of the rides won't be up yet. Also, I imagine for them, it's also a, a test to see if the land can handle the, the, the flow Capacity. of people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and also uh, I think they're just trying to get people to go. So then, uh, when the actual opening of the rides are open, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be too crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Anton. Um, so <clears throat> since we're running running longer than I expected this episode, mm-hmm. I think we'll shelve our next segment streaming for mm-hmm. next episode. But I won't. I will carry out one of the other stories from there. Mm-hmm. Um, the show Arrow on CW has mm-hmm. just announced that the eighth season will be their last season. It's about time. I mean, it's a long series. It's a, like. it's, it's a long series, but it's a lot of crossover with the other shows. The Flash, mm-hmm. uh, Supergirl, um, the upcoming Batwoman or Batgirl. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of want to see how that's going to affect those series. Yeah. So I have a feeling that the character will come back for other stuff. 
but they're just done with the, the show itself. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. They can, it's easily a crossover. All mm-hmm. right. <clears throat> He's just going to say, I'm going to England and I will be back probably a week, a week every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it is. It is. Uh, it, he does play a rich, uh, so Oliver Queen, supposed to be a mm-hmm. billionaire. So you know, yeah, he can travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Uh, let's move on to our next segment: movies. movie time all right uh a few things have occurred since uh our last talk you know some movies have come out uh Mm -hmm. most notably captain marvel Mm -hmm. no surprise that uh, currently captain marvel is number one with 61 point wait uh, number one yeah number one 61.3 61.3 million. Uh, number mm-hmm. two this weekend, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World with 108.3 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Tyler Perry's uh, Medea Family Funeral with 37 mm-hmm. million, which is supposed to be mm-hmm. his last Medea movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, uh, the Lego movie, the second part with 94.8 million, uh, 98 million, 94 mm-hmm. million. Can't talk right now. And number five, Alita Battle Angel uh, with 79, 75.9 million. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Madea is going to fall sharply. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is probably going to be its only weekend is going to make it. It's going to make it in the top five. Yeah. Uh, I'm sad that Alita's not getting more love still. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> yeah, Captain Marvel. I mean, maybe it's a split between strong female characters on International Women's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. All right. I know you're trying to contain yourself. What did you think of Captain Marvel? Uh, okay. So regardless of what we've seen online, what people were talking about because there are a lot of negative uh reviews online about captain marvel um i love the movie i mean i i don't i don't think i had a whole lot that i um didn't like i mean the first half of the movie was a little slow but i mean it has its reasons for that because it's trying to uh give her backstory and usually that is the same when i was watching Captain America, the first Avenger, the first one. I like that you mentioned that because that's the movie I'm comparing it to, to everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I, ha- I was in a meeting and before the movie started, everybody's talking about their weekend plans. And I'm like, oh, no, nobody's going to see Captain Marvel. And they're asking me, like, oh, what'd you think? I'm like, it's, it's not the best. I don't think it's the best one that the MCU's put out. I would say it's on, it's on par with uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Because mm-hmm. um, you're right. It does have the same, almost the same pacing. Yeah, it does and, have the same pacing. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about it in, I think, episode 88. I can't remember if it was episode 88 or if we talked about it on the comic syndicates 250th episode but i mentioned that the that marvel was doing ads that was showing you know uh it says uh, some heroes are created and they show uh captain america some heroes are made and they show iron man and mm-hmm. some heroes are born and they show thor mm-hmm. and then they said like they ended with uh find out find out how she has her start or how this hero starts and they do the whole mm-hmm. her and then they add the o for hero Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one, okay, are we gonna do spoilers? We just do spoilers. Spoiler warning for everybody. <laughs> All right, spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah uh it's very captain america she is made not not yeah. not on purpose but by accident but she's still a made hero so similar to captain america and the pacing of it so i think that's very mm-hmm. it, it lines up perfectly mm-hmm. so okay so I, I i really liked the movie because I mean, we get to see a whole lot of her, uh, you know, doing her her hero things mm-hmm. like, you know, like uh, I, I felt like in, in uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, we didn't get we didn't get to see a whole lot until a couple movies later. You didn't like I mean, him you, punching Hitler? 
<laughs> I mean, that's all you can get. I mean, uh, all of the, the, the shield stuff, you know, the throwing the shield and catching it and all that stuff. Like, you, you didn't really see that until, like, uh, the Avengers and a couple of the other movies, too. Um, and I felt like uh, this one, you get to see a whole lot of Captain Marvel using her powers. Oh, the last 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, they, they tried to do what they can to make her look like she's not too powerful. But I think they overdid it a little bit. But I think that kind of gives us an insight of what she's going to bring to the Avengers. Well, they did. And uh, the, uh, when she finally unleashed her power, she was still learning it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it was all new to her. So, like, you know, when she's fighting off the the how oh, what's it called the accuser the accuser ships mm-hmm. she's like you know she's kind of playing around and she's like kind of doing the whole like woohoo kind of thing yeah oh yeah that, like that scene where she's falling back to earth and she's like hmm she forgets maybe i'll try fly. this she's like yeah she's like oh let me try this <laughs> it's funny because yeah. my, my girlfriend she's like she can fly though right i'm like yes and then finally like she turns yeah, she, then she gets her power up or whatever um yeah <laughs> but you're right she she's still learning it and i think that's that, that's what that scene's trying to show you like just because she unleashed it doesn't mean she knows how to control it mm-hmm. um yeah dude I, I like that we got more samuel jackson than agent phil colson more fury than colson yeah, um, I like that too. Because I feel we we've gotten a lot of Coulson in both Ages of Shield and previous movies. Fury has always been in the background or just makes a cameo. Doesn't really get gets a star <coughs> in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So this is very refreshing. I love the chemistry between Samuel Jackson and Brie Larson. Yeah, it uh, works so well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the comedy of Captain Marvel was hilarious. Like it, it wasn't over the top humor. It was very subtle nods, uh, mm-hmm. both with her. Uh, as she's fighting the scrolls, mm-hmm. like when they like growl, like, rawr, she goes rawr, and then punches them. <laughs> Um, yeah, you, you know what I know is, uh, even though we had a lot of uh, uh, conversations about Captain Marvel being like uh, Captain America, uh, it's not the character that's similar. Uh, it's more of the movie that's similar. Yes. Well, however, her character is very similar. I mean, I her take on it feels like arc. it's more. Yeah, it feels like it's more like Tony Stark type of like, ugh, like, you know, like she's more aggressive. She's more assertive Ooh, than I like Captain that America comparison. is. So, yeah. she, so her, her story arc is like Captain America, but her personality is closer to Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I think she's a combination of both of them together. I agree because Captain is always trying to control his power. He doesn't try to like kill people. Uh, he's only trying to do what he uh, thinks is right. He's only trying to do what's needed. Uh, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel will fuck up a ship just for just to prove a point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, dude, the, the music was amazing, dude. I love, I think all but one song was female singers, mm-hmm. uh, most notably, no doubt in the, yeah. in the fight mm-hmm. scene. Uh, mm-hmm. but I am happy they managed to work in Nirvana song. It wasn't the mm-hmm. one that everybody was expecting, but it is one of their, their awesome hits come as you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it in a really odd scene though. Yeah. Uh, Same thing with, uh, TLC. <laughs> Oh, which scene was that one? Uh, when they were on the uh, that road trip with um, uh, Agent. Uh, oh Fury. yeah, yeah. When they're we're heading to Project Pegasus. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the music was great. Um, what did they point out? Uh, the, you know what? The whole what 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 was the the special effect called? What they de- well, I guess de aging effect uh-huh. on Samuel yeah. Jackson. 
was was very forgettable. Like I forgot. Yeah, that. like it's better than the the mustache uh, thing that they did oh, very for much. Superman in DC. Yeah, and that's what I was concerned about. I thought like maybe I'd be like every time Samuel Jackson was on screen, I thought I'd be distracted. But they did a really it's good job. So with it. smooth. It's so smooth the way that they did it. Like you wouldn't even notice. <clears throat> yeah, dude, like, it, it's yeah. funny. Like, oh my god! Like, wow, th- this is the this is how far we've come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a short, yep. what almost almost twenty years? Uh, how long mm-hmm. ago did Spider Man, uh, the Tobey Maguire one, come out? Two thousand. Two thousands, yeah. Two thousand one. So yeah, like you mm-hmm. know, in, in under under twenty years, we've we've come that far in CGI. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what about uh, CGI, though. Uh, remember how we were talking about uh, some of the Avenger um, uh, Endgame uh, trailer, like how some of the stuff was roto brushed out, like some, like there's a person that's standing in between. Oh yes, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, it's totally her, dude. It's yes, totally it is. Captain Marvel. And uh, uh, there was something that I noticed in the trailer for Captain Marvel that wasn't. Uh, I mean, it's it was in the movie too. But they wrote out something, and it was the lunchbox that she was holding. Oh, that yeah, scene yeah, yeah. Where she was all like glowed up. Yeah, she was holding a lunchbox. But if you look at the trailer, you'll see that exact scene, but she doesn't have the lunchbox. So they wrote uh, that out. So because of that, you don't know I was part- thinking, I'm sorry. Uh, no, go on. No, I was saying, like, you, you don't know what part of the movie that goes on, but I think you're going somewhere different with this. Yeah. And because of that being wrote out, you can totally know. That she was rotoed out of a lot of the scenes that are from that trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it was that good of where it looks like it's meant to be that way, but it's not. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree. I, I, I strongly think that now those scenes were the missing part. It's, it's Captain Marvel, especially because in the, in the end scene they it, it looks fairly early on that they mm-hmm. that that she joins the group yeah so yeah. all right um <clears throat> one big thing i do i i wanted to mention at the beginning but i forgot uh the opening marvel uh comic flipping scene mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh usually they do past scenes of that that franchise so you think if it's marvel i mean if it's avengers they'll do like the pre- previous avengers movie scenes uh, mm-hmm. It's Captain America. The previous Captain America scenes. Mm-hmm. This one, they just did an entire montage of Stanley, both in cameo and real life. Mm-hmm. Dude, everybody in the, se- in the in the theater clapped. Yeah, and I didn't even go to the fan of it. I just went to a regular screening of it, and it's it was a, a good movie. And it's funny because as soon as they the scene goes black and all it's the, the words of pop says "Thank you, Stan," mm-hmm. everybody like just like goes oh yeah yeah same same reaction uh, in my theater too. I think that goes around for all of the um, people who are seeing it this weekend. Yeah, I, I think it's a nice nod. Uh, I, I knew that they were going to do something. I mean, they had to do something because, I mean, this is uh, the closest movie to his uh, his death. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're still going to see a couple more of his um, cameos. But, yeah, that's I guess that's pretty much the end of it. Yeah. Um, no. I, well, yeah. A few, I think we have a homecoming. And I think mm-hmm. that's the last confirmed one he does, right? Yeah. Um, no, but also Kevin Smith, uh, he was referenced in the movie. And on Twitter, he put a heartwarming uh, message out. Uh, Just saw Captain Marvel. I am a blubbering mess. After a lifetime of referencing the movies, the movies just referenced me. Many thanks Marvel Studios and my dear friend Stan Lee for the shout out. But I am now part of the Marvel Universe. Did I survive that snap? <laughs> um yeah yeah he's uh he put a picture of him like with the, with a uh, watery eyes and mm-hmm. in the cameo in case we all missed it stanley is reading the script for mall rats and he's rehearsing his line for that movie 
yeah that, that was really funny yeah dude um it's, it was a great moment um and i i'm so happy that that pop funko is doing a special uh mem- i guess memorial but uh thank you to stanley by making a stanley pop funko but they're mm-hmm. making it like bronze oh wow bronze with a little bit of patina like that little like uh green oh, i guess it's copper copper with a little mm-hmm. bit like that like greenish like hint or whatever on it mm-hmm. um and i've been posting it on twitter um people have been reacting to it so i, I i'm tempted to buy it myself it, it mm-hmm. looks really good nicely done yeah and does it come with the uh, the blood pen no it doesn't come with the blood pen um <laughs> But the de- the decoration of the box, you know how I usually say like, oh, you know, Captain Pop Marvel, yeah. Captain Marvel Pop Funko. It's is mm-hmm. like it looks like Stanley's autograph on the box. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it's nicely done. I like it, dude. I, I might add it to my collection. <clears throat> um, just like I added uh, Goose the Cat to my Pop Funko collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only say I I give myself eighty percent credit for the for the prediction they did they did reveal that. Goose is a flurkin. However, mm-hmm. they never renamed her Chewy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I loved everybody's reaction to theater. <laughs> yeah. Both uh, to... Oh! <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell is that? <clears throat> uh, I will say, in the comic books, they don't look that vicious. Mm-hmm. I did see a few scenes in the comics, like a little, like, uh, of the pages of mm-hmm. the flurkins in action. They don't look... At, it, it looks more like an octopus. This one looked more like a freaking... Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, a kraken. <laughs> a kraken. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, sea creature. Yeah, it's like more like a kraken coming mm-hmm. out of there. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, a, a, a goose the cat is easily going to be a huge favorite with people. Uh, for a character that doesn't talk, that yeah. barely interacts. Mm-hmm. Anytime goose was on scene, everybody in the theater was like, oh... <laughs> and then that kraken comes out yes uh <laughs> you know, kicks kicks him ass eats a tesseract eats a <laughs> yeah uh i do like the scene where uh samuel jackson's like trying like finally realize what the, what goose is and tries to use it mm-hmm. all right get him, get him come on get him <laughs> C- come on oh and then like just puts him on the ground like and then goose goes to the enemies yeah and like okay come on goose choose a side here man yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it was a good reason why uh, Goose yes. uh, didn't attack. Goose, yeah. Goose we saw, yeah, Goose knew something that they didn't. Yeah, uh, dude, it, it was a lot of fun watching this movie. Uh, yeah. It was worth, it was worth the wait. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that this was coming out on International Women's Day mm-hmm. uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's getting a lot of good fe- feedback on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like Alita Battle Angel, I feel this would be a good character for my niece to get into because mm-hmm. it's. Both it shows that you don't have to be a perfect person or perfect, like you know, like a flawless to be mm-hmm. a hero or to be a mm-hmm. woman. Because uh, the, when they're referencing, oh, you know, what before you came to us, you were just human. Mm-hmm. You know, before we gave you the power, you were just human. And they started going flashbacks to her as a kid growing up. You know, falling down, getting her ass kicked, yeah. and getting back up, mm-hmm. much like Captain America. Mm-hmm. It's the heart that matters, not the not the exterior, not 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 the exterior, sure. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and since it's uh international women's day i think you know besides this movie i mean we got wonder woman which is another great uh movie uh with a female lead character um and also another one that would be my favorite would be uh rogue one with uh Jyn Erso. oh that's true yeah mm-hmm. those are very powerful women lead movies yeah um <clears throat> yeah but so in captain marvel though i do like the the how it ended uh mm-hmm. very thor humor i thought uh with the way that jude law's character was like i'm so proud of you you finally like uh honed your power now now i want you to defeat me hand to hand and prove to me that you can that you have what it takes and then she Boom. just blasted yeah she just blasted him into the rocks and i don't have to prove anything mm-hmm. to you 
yeah. my girlfriend loved that part. <clears throat> so I think uh, the Captain Marvel sequel will probably take place during the time when she's uh, trying to help uh, the squirrels find another home. Yes. Uh, so the, I think the, it's probably going to be another <clears throat> prequel. The gap. Yeah, the gap between yeah. the uh, between the, this one and when she comes back from yeah, Endgame. Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree. I, I think that'd be a perfect time. That's at least what twenty years mm-hmm. between the two, so she can yeah. that they can play around with. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to see what other overlapping things they do with the stories. You know, maybe she mm-hmm. does a little crossover with Guardians by accident at one point. Oh yeah, a young Star Lord yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and before anybody questions it, I'm just gonna end it with this. Uh, she does not age as much because she is traveling at or near the speed of light. And mm-hmm. anybody that knows physics knows that time moves faster when you, the closer you move to the speed of light. Yeah, and, pla- uh, and slower, plus she's uh, she has alien blood, so she doesn't age as much. Does she have alien blood, or was that just a false memory? No, she has alien blood. Oh, okay, either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's Captain Marvel. Um, Anton, any final thoughts? Uh, I give it a four point six. Oh, the rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very close to me. I was gonna give it a four point five. Mm-hmm. 4.25 around there mm-hmm. um it's a great movie solid movie solid way to, for marvel to start the year mm-hmm. however i felt that the pacing was a little thrown off a little bit or threw me off a little mm-hmm. bit but mm-hmm. i i understand why they had to go slow at the beginning because you want to connect mm-hmm. with the character mm-hmm. all right Anton, uh if people want to prove to us that they love us how can <laughs> they support us they can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and, uh, you know, purchase something uh, from our site, maybe a sticker, maybe a T-shirt. And also, uh, they actually, can... Actually, well, for, stop right there. Uh, I'm trying something new for the next month or two. Um, mm-hmm. Anything we talk about on the show, uh, I'm going to post the link to it on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you the Twitter information in a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. So that way you can go to the links. That will be just a quick stream and I'll be putting it there. Yeah. And today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Uh, get a free audiobook, download and three 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the 20c and there are over 180,000 titles to choose from and you can use it on your iphone kindle android or whatever mp3 player that you have um for the listeners just go to that link again it is audibletrial.com slash the 20c to get your free trial cool sounds good <clears throat> all right Todd. Uh, people can follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, currently on Twitter, I'm posting uh, the 33% off the Captain Marvel Pop Funko of her riding her motorcycle, her ill-gotten mm-hmm. motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Of course, Goose, Goose's Pop Funko, the Flurkin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, not le- last but not least, uh, the Pop Funko that I talked about earlier, the Stanley uh, Bettina Pop Funko. That one's really popular right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, follow us on, there, on social media. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, the 2OC on YouTube. Subscribe to us there. Ring that bell, as the kids say on the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. Let us know what you thought of Captain Marvel. What was your, some mm-hmm. of your favorite moments from uh, Stan Lee? Favorite cameos? Mm-hmm. Personal star? You never know. All right, Anton. Uh, anything else? Nope. I think that should be it. All right. For another long episode of the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duol. Have a good one, guys. Welcome back, Later. Anton. Woo! Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.